0: You know what's a taste of home that reminds me of my childhood days? Aling Patrings Sarisari Store. Originated in Fremont, California, Aling Patrings Sarisari Store is your one-stop shop for Filipino spreads and pastillas, where everything is homemade with no preservatives. Their best-selling spreads are cheese pimiento, salted egg spread, and yema spread. With a variety of pastillas, you can have fun favorites like ube, manga, pastillas de leche, buco pandan, chocolate, and ovaltine. Not only do they have spreads and pastillas, They have ready-to-grill barbecue pork, and it's oh so tasty. They ship everywhere in the U.S. and can order on their Instagram or their Facebook. So check them out at Aling Patrings with three S's. Or check out this podcast episode description for the links. Welcome back to Remembering the Tagalog where you remember the Tagalog. I'm Jeffrey and I'm with another special guest. Uh, He's actually one of my most memorable people because he was my MC for my wedding and maybe he might be an MC for yours. Say hello to Mitchell de Guzman. Hey! (laughs) De Guzman. (laughs) Right? Right? As
1: we're learning Tagalog here. <laughs> the Goose Man or The Goose or, <laughs> or The Goose Man. Yeah,
0: how's it going?
1: Hey, man, I'm I'm doing well. I, I really appreciate you having me here, man. I, awesome. Like,
0: yeah, you know, I'm glad you came.
1: I heard a few episodes of the show, and it sounds very fun. And yeah. I know you're going to go into asking my fluency. Yeah. <laughs> I am horrible it's like i'm not even part of the culture sometimes
0: oh okay okay i mean (laughs) you know there i i had one friend he was just indonesian he came by and we said let's just do some indonesian related stuff and then you know he just uh we just did words and we just went by so it doesn't you don't have to be fluent we just have to have fun with it yeah. <laughs> so, um I guess l- let us know what your background is. So you are uh, from what I understand you are half Filipino.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. And if I I could put it in order of blood, most blood to mm-hmm. least, I guess I am half Mexican, mm-hmm. and the other half is Filipino and Chinese.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And a fun fact is when my grandfather actually migrated over to the Philippines, mm-hmm. he was more Chinese than anything. Oh, okay. I mean, he was Chinese. It was my grandmother that was Filipino. But uh, my last name would have been Ui. UI. Oh. Uh-huh. But of course, like any, you know, like you have Vietnamese guys over here, they're all named Tom, you know, Tommy, whatever. Right. Uh, he changed his last name from Ui to Big Usman. Mm -hmm. yeah oh wow okay so where i'm an imposter
0: (laughs) you're an imposter (laughs) well i mean your mix is like pretty much you're an (laughs) angelino yeah man very mestizo yeah yeah, and you're you live in the los angeles area so yeah you're you're born and bred angelino so
1: 100 percent, man i love it out here
0: yeah and if you follow him on instagram he's always walking the streets and seeing some crazy stuff
1: (laughs) (laughs) man i was living in north hollywood for like 5 6 years uh-huh. and it's crazy man like i also act right i yeah. haven't been doing much acting like wedding M scene is my bread and butter i love doing it i love performing if you will on a stage every weekend right mm-hmm. for wedding guests but um yeah man it's sad like you literally see like when people are from out of town they're always complaining about the rent the right. rent is way high. Me, I don't know better, right? I'm born and raised here, so I see all these actors coming into Burbank, North Hollywood area, and the the I always get it wrong. Return rate, the over turn rate,
0: the rate of return, or rate, rate of r- return. <laughs> you know, we're learning English, guys.
1: Yeah, um, rate <laughs> of return is it's pretty unbelievable, man. And it just shows you like these broken Hollywood dreams. Like every week, I would see different furniture on the street and i'm always instagramming it i was like yeah but oh, we lost another one guys we lost another <laughs> one they went back to idaho they went back to wherever they're from
0: <laughs> oh man yeah i was like whenever i see you post it's like oh shoot another crazy thing's coming <laughs> <laughs> all right well anyways let's talk about what you do you are a wedding MC, so tell us about more about that your wedding wednesdays any anything that you do yeah man what
1: when i used to tell people uh, they're like so what do you what do you do for a living mitch i'm like um i do weddings what do you what do you mean you do weddings i'm a wedding <laughs> mc oh uh, mc because they're always used to hearing a wedding dj right um, and i'm specifically a wedding host for receptions right so my title is a wedding mc and i always do it in parentheses like off white Virgil Abloh, right? See, <laughs> because wedding MC is one of the many hats I guess I wear mm-hmm. in, in my lifetime. it's I'm in this chapter of being a wedding MC, and I think I'm pretty good at it. I love doing it. And so I've been doing it for eight years, man. Yeah. And basically, as a wedding MC, I drive the energy of the night forward.
0: Yeah. And um, you definitely did for my wedding. <laughs>
1: You drove the energy uh, well, of my, at your wedding. Well,
0: to be honest, I don't remember most of it. So,
1: <laughs> no, I, man, <laughs> I don't know. You can edit this out if you want. But honestly, Jeff, I thought uh, I was ready to call the paramedics because I remember you were running around like there was this huge <laughs> circle around the dance floor, and right. it kept on getting bigger. The circle, everyone kept on like partying further and further because yeah. you like a NASCAR on a, on a track, you just <laughs> start running around and around and around and around and around. And finally you slipped, fell down. And when you got up, your body was so relaxed. I didn't know it at the time, but your body was so relaxed, like Jello, your neck, the way it was it coming up, I was like, this guy just snapped his neck. I was like, we got to call the paramedics. <laughs> And I was talking to Rex, I was like, this is this is bad. This is bad. And then you got up and you put your arms up and you're like, yeah. <laughs> and then everyone was telling me they're like, ah, oh, this is normal. This is normal. Yeah,
0: it is. It's actually kinda as normal uh when I go to work. So
1: <laughs> No, let me say this on like no cap, right? Yeah, yeah. You I was I was thinking today, I was like, am I gonna say he's in the top five of like <laughs> the most lit, you know, grooms I've had? I'd say you're, you're, you're head-to-head with one of my good friends now as well. He lives in New Jersey, Derek. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's also a toy collector like myself. Yeah, You and him are head-to-head like the craziest, most lit grooms I've had. <laughs> Thank like, you. A different Thank level, man. <laughs> right? Different. Different level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'd say, I'd say top two, top three. Yeah,
0: I mean, whenever I know, I've been to, I think, four or five of weddings that you emceed, and I knew it was going to be a good night, so I always take advantage, uh, and then like, I know some weddings, when I know they have, what do you call it, a, a limit on their alcohol, we like, we we get like 10 drinks before we go to the table, and we're like, we got to finish all of it, so that oh
1: well, wow, I see drinks from brides and grooms at the sweetheart table left, like complete, yeah, with yeah. you empty glasses, right?
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I don't recall. I you just remember taking know what drinks. Man? People
1: can't judge you. You paid for it, man. You gotta enjoy it. Weddings yeah, are expensive, definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, it's just I, I feel kind of like I don't remember. I re- don't remember a lot of it, and like. You telling me that I did not even know about <laughs> hey man, you probably knew more Tagalog that night, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh well, anyways, yeah, that was a great night. But yes, um, if you ever need an MC, Mitch is your MC, <laughs> thank
1: you, man. And just to add real quick, like my background, I worked at Moving 939 with Rick T's and Power 106. Oh, nice. Um, everyone knows. Big boy in the morning. And right. I was producing a night show at the time from seven to midnight. So, mm-hmm. like when we run the commercials, you have to run them on time. Otherwise, yeah. we have to pay back the sponsor. Right. Um, give them back their money. So I run weddings the same way. Mm-hmm. You want two hours of dancing, I'll try and get you two and a half hours of dancing. I move the night along without wasting time. I move the energy forward without it feeling rushed and just yeah. an elevated good time. So yeah man, I think that's my expertise, my forte, and I, I love it.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you definitely I like, did not feel like we were rushed and definitely had a great time. And yeah, you and DJ Rex, you are you guys are a great one two punch. I know you don't always have him but he's always a great you know what,
1: man, I, I will say he's 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 probably one of the best wedding djs ever and Mm -hmm. like yeah yeah so much respect like we definitely are two peas in a pot it's yeah it's it's fun man it's so much fun
0: yeah (laughs) yeah so you guys should definitely look up mitch on youtube and see the hypeness that he goes through yeah (laughs) so for now we we actually have to learn tagalog now
1: (laughs) yes let's do it
0: so the tagalog words today are related to all the things that are related to you in a sense so the first word in tagalog is music and in tagalog it could be as easy as the spanish word música, but uh i picked a different the other meaning the number two meaning or what other um filipinos say tug tug yeah have you heard that before
1: I have not heard it before. Of course, I've heard of Musica.
0: So, yeah, Tuk Tuk. Yeah, like very, uh, Filipinos are very automatopia. They use a lot of automatopias. Okay. And so Tuk Tuk is basically what the music sounds like when you hear it, like in another room, like Tuk Tuk Tuk
1: Tuk. Or so, oh, like Latino parties, boom, 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 boom Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that, like if we, instead of Musica, it would be like, boom, boom, or boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. I don't know. But tuk-tuk, yeah. tuk-tuk. Tuk, yeah. That's how the vibration sounds in the other room. Yeah, God.
0: very much so. So did you get a mnemonic for tuk-tuk?
1: Yes, man. I did my homework. I have my notes here. So uh, do you want me to go for it?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Let's see how some of these hit, man. <laughs> um, all right. The DJ was playing good tuk-tuk all night. So the bridesmaid gave him a tuk-tuk. Nice tuk-tuk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. A rub and tug. A
0: rub and tug. <laughs> <laughs> you went straight for it.
1: <laughs> I went for it, man. You, you have to know, as a wedding MC, I've seen so much stuff unfold. And um, I met my girlfriend, Lydia, at a wedding. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't, for, for, for censorship on the show, I don't poop where I eat, right? Right, right. So definitely, if I've dated in the past, I'm very discreet. I've even, uh, have not gone out with anyone because it was too in front of everyone. And meaning I didn't get a phone number or whatever out of respect. I am there for my job first and foremost. And I know the stigma for a lot of wedding MCs is they end up getting a duk. So, uh, you know, but, uh, definitely, man, I have seen a lot of stuff unfold where I see, uh, a lady who's attracted to a certain gentleman on the dance floor and this time doesn't have a clue. And it's like sometimes I intervene and I'm a wingman and I let them know what's going on, but I've seen this one lady just keep on trying and trying for this one gentleman and this other persistent gentleman uh, served a few too many Jack and Cokes to her. Nice. (laughs) And she ended up leaving with him, left her high heels, and I'm sure he got a tuk-tuk at that
0: oh dang i
1: see them bold man i'm like oh my gosh like how i met your mother how i met your father is going on right now
0: oh man man. have you seen like crazy stuff like i don't know like a groom just making out with someone else
1: here's a story i heard and (laughs) like you know maybe years ago we would uh initially laugh at it but now that we're all um we're all more woke and Mm -hmm. we respect what's going on with people so it's not uh anything that should be funny but i will let you guys know a photographer once told me we were sharing stories of craziest things we've seen photographer once told me that she went in a back room to exchange some camera lenses get some camera equipment right and she ended up seeing the groom making out with the best man Oh, shoot. And she ran back up, <laughs> right? Whoa. And it's just, oh my gosh, like, what? <laughs> but, but when I really, like, of course, the vendors and us, we, we initially laughed because this was like six years ago. But now I've done so many weddings. I've done gay weddings. And I was like, how unfortunate, how sad that this gentleman, uh, this person mm-hmm. was not able to be who they are in front of their family yeah. that you had to wear this mask. And maybe it's an arrangement between the lady and the guy, right? Yeah, And for face. Mm-hmm. But it's very unfortunate that that gentleman could not end up being with, being married with possibly the best man. They're a real love of their life. So that's how I saw it. I was like, that's actually a very sad story. Yeah, <laughs> And if the, the bride doesn't know, then she has to live with this lie and he mm-hmm. has to live with this lie, right? Yeah. So I was very fortunate to go to Loyola Marymount University for theater arts. And I actually took a class um, at a private Catholic high school, Jesuit high school, I mean, sorry, Jesuit university, <laughs> uh, right? It, college though. Like when you look back, college does feel like high school part parts. Yeah. Yeah. But no, an LGBTQIA plus class and my teacher was lesbian and very fortunate to see trans people come in. And so The only reason why I say that, too, is because I'm I think I'm pretty good at what I do. And I want people to know that I'm very open to doing all types of weddings. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man, there you go. Tooks for everyone as long as it's with who you want it to be. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I actually saw one wedding that you were posting on Instagram. Um, it was, I think it was a black wedding. And like they had a cig- cigar bar. They had a,
1: a, a weed bar, bro. Oh, yeah. A weed bar. Oh, my it gosh. First one I've ever had. It yeah. was amazing, bro. It was amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. That looked yeah. like a fun wedding. I was like, I want to go to that wedding. <laughs>
1: You know, cannabis weddings are becoming a lot more popular.
0: Oh, yeah? Is yeah. it?
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing, man. I think um, all these venues are becoming privy to it, and I guess you just have to have a different insurance, uh, different, you know, uh, permits, and it's good to go.
0: Oh, wow. So do you get, like, secondhand high just being there if it's just like, all smoky? You know or... what?
1: Because of COVID, uh, obviously, like, this venue was at, at the LA Athletic Club Mm -hmm. the bride and groom literally lost their venue three days before for whatever reason oh man that venue dropped them and so they had to find another venue which didn't allow that but they ended up um making an exception and they said 20 people at a time can go to the rooftop of the la athletic club beautiful view of right the cityscape and you can get high up there
0: wow (laughs) At least they found a way. They found a way. Yes, they found a way. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. So let me do my mnemonic. It's more PC. Uh, (laughs) I didn't know we were going to get here already, so I I didn't prepare my stuff to be as uh, crazy. But I put, when I'm at a wedding, I like to dance to music, but my wife doesn't like to dance that much. So I had to get her a little tipsy and tug-tug her out of the chair
1: hey hey like a little choo-choo train yeah
0: yeah definitely yeah
1: Yeah, not not, not the other (laughs) tuk-tuk
0: not the other one i want
1: (laughs) you at every wedding and if people don't know i i make wedding vlogs yeah you are definitely in at least one or two of my wedding vlogs just (laughs) dancing wildly it's amazing yeah
0: yeah oh man i i haven't been in a wedding in like at least three years three four years man and you you know
1: what i love about you you definitely go to the beat of your own drum your beat mm. of your own hook and um you i it's amazing man you, you have such unfiltered amazing energy and i think that's what makes you uh, an amazing father
0: <laughs> thanks like for you to
1: have someone that will not be like oh you can't do this you can't do that like it's important to let kids do that. I don't have a kid yet, but I'm pretty sure my kid's going to be a little crazy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right now, my kid, he's, uh, he's you know, a little bit like me. You know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. He actually lost his voice because he he yells so much. Wow. So. <laughs> he's like, let's have him go. Yeah. He, he's, he's like that so. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to say inside voice for like a whole week because, you know, we don't want him to, to yell so he could get his voice back. Because like, I, I guess, you know, we've looked it up and if he keeps going, he might like lose his boy, voice forever. So. Definitely, yeah. I've been there, man. And it's, <laughs>
1: yeah. it's important for him to, you know, use his diaphragm. I've learned the hard <laughs> way over the years of doing this, man. I've been so scared almost losing my voice at times. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's get on to the next word, and the next word is "wedding," obviously, because he's your wedding MC, and in Tagalog, it's "kasal." kasal. Uh, have you heard that before?
1: I've never heard it before.
0: Okay, okay, oh, yeah. So, yeah, "kasal." I don't know where I. I believe it's the more um, not. It's not connected to Spanish. So Tagalog usually is either connected to. Uh, Spanish or Polynesian or Chinese or Indonesian, like that whole, it, it's, wow. it's, yeah, wow. it, Tagalog is the, they called it the Pearl of the Orient because it was a melting pot of all yeah. the areas around I recently it. heard too that
1: if Magellan, Spain, Spain never took it over at one point, it would have been um, predominantly Muslim. Oh. I have no idea.
0: I would not doubt that at all. I mean, he... A
1: huge melting pot. It's yeah. just like people just were like adventuring and they just landed there.
0: Mm-hmm. So like whenever I try to figure out a word, it's always like, where is its roots? And like some some, yeah. some are like sombrero, it's pretty easy, but some are not. And like you have this crazy Tagalog word, it could be from there. And it's, it's pretty interesting, but... Um, well, but man, I, I want to hear yours first this time. <laughs> mine is pretty simple um, because Casal sounds like something else uh, so um, the niece uh, or my niece I asked her what is your perfect dream wedding and she said her perfect dream wedding is to get married in a castle casal.
1: amazing bro guess what <laughs> we're on the same page oh we're on the same page I actually wrote this yeah and I wrote I'm actually doing a Disney themed fairy tale wedding this month at the end mm-hmm. of the month Oh nice. The couple is getting married in a casal.
0: Oh, nice,
1: nice. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to the venue. Um, but yeah, it's it's I'm looking forward to it. They're like, yes, and she's 3D printed uh casals, castles, <laughs> nice every table, um, table number. So it's mm-hmm. a castle at the middle, and then there you go, you have the table number in the middle.
0: Cool, cool.
1: You guys For your centerpieces, you actually are foodies, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys are huge Yelp reviewers, correct? Yeah,
0: my wedding theme was Yelp. Yeah, you're, yeah. (laughs) Thanks for remembering. Yeah, yeah. So I designed every centerpiece and it was either a restaurant or a venue that we liked it. And then we liked, and then I incorporated our initials in it. So if it was like Disneyland, it said uh, GOFR Land or. Some sense. Uh, what else? Uh, boiling, boiling crab. I put boiling G- G-O-F-R and all that stuff. <laughs> so it yeah, was I- amazing, man.
1: How many reviews were you guys at? They call them elite reviewers. So what do they call them? Yeah,
0: I well back then I was an elite reviewer. Um, it doesn't take much, but it's not. What do you call it? There's no there's no rule on how to be an elite. You just have to apply. And if they see that you have enough um, and it's detailed or whatever the case, they'll make you an elite. Um, and it helps when you have someone that is elite and they refer you. So, wow. it, yeah, it's it's a different world. Like, um, Because when you're a Yelp elite member, you go to elite events and you're basically going to a place that Yelp wants you to go to and review restaurants
1: and review stuff right like that. right so you're like a food influencer in yeah a way. yeah
0: the, the the yelpers were like influencers before influencers wow. and it's and like how, how yeah. many reviews did you have by your wedding
1: day and how many reviews do you have now
0: oh well i probably have probably have like a thousand by the time by my wedding but i actually stopped doing reviews for yelp because you know i just like i wanted to make a side hustle and so yeah. being a yelp reviewer you're you're just getting free stuff but you're not getting any income back you're just
1: yeah and it's a one-time deal it takes yeah time. So that's cool yeah. man i see you like spread out doing your art doing a, a bunch of different things that's amazing Podcast. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, podcast. I uh, you you could monetize your podcast. I mean, I have sponsors, and I try to outreach to small businesses, specifically Filipino. Um, shout out to Masarat Box. You know, Candelita uh, yeah. Company, Aling Patrings, Samatayo, JL. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it definitely is cool to have a podcast, and at the same time, you know, in a sense, get paid for it. But yeah. most of <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so being a Yelper is it, it it can get tiring because it took work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now you're living the dream.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. With the holidays and the cold weather just around the corner, I am reminded of all the parties and food that we have been missing over the past year of lockdowns. Luckily, Candelita Company has covered me with their delicious scented candles. Candelita Company is based in the Sacramento, California area and produces small batch soy coconut wax candles in scents inspired by Filipino culture. They use a plant-based soy and coconut wax blend which minimizes soot to ensure a clean burn for you and your family. Their scents capture unique nostalgia associated with scent and infuse them into high-quality candles. Whether it's to fill your room with the sweet smells of leche flan and ube macapuno cake, or perhaps being slathered by Bix rub when you were sick as a kid, Candelita Company will take you down memory lane with their unique Filipino fragrances. So make sure to check out Candelita Company at www.candelita.com. Dot Candelita company.com That is K-A-N-D-E-L-I-T-A company.com for your dose of nostalgia. You could also click the link in the podcast description you're listening to. So make sure to check out candleita Company. Anyways, let's get back to the Tagalog. The English, that or the next word, is energy. And I picked this because... You brought the energy, you know, when um, at times at my wedding, there was another event and like we felt like they were a little louder and you were like, hey, let's bring this. Let's make our event louder.
1: I remember that. Yeah. Like, and I was like, we're not going to be outdone. by yeah. that. We're, going, <laughs> we're going all the way. We're going to the moon right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, we were going through like uh, speeches, so we couldn't be as loud. So it wasn't really our fault at the time. But like, <laughs> hopefully we may we were louder. Um, and I think we were because, you know, they had we had guests that were not invited try to get into our wedding from what I heard. Wow, so, they, they thought that was the better wedding. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> or they had the free drinks. That's where the free drinks were at the time. So, <laughs> But um, yeah, again, I don't remember any of that. I just, it's all here because <laughs> <laughs> sure. I was on the floor most of the time you know and the worst thing because we we flew to portland the day or a day after tomorrow afterwards wow. and I woke up and my leg was so sore like it it felt like it was dislocated or
1: something it, that's when you fell
0: yeah i i it felt like I was hammering my leg on the floor and just wanted to <laughs> I don't know if... It felt dead. Like, I did not... I I was limping the whole way to Portland, and it was... It was insane. But, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but it was very nice.
0: And it was... It, from what I hear, from what I... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, in Tagalog, it's sigla. And have you heard this word before?
1: I have not. I'm nice. three for three. have not.
0: <laughs> well, this one is actually... I mean, I don't think I've heard this before. I I've heard it but I've never connected the words together. Um, in my experience, uh I, I, I believe you've heard a couple of my podcasts I would explain that my parents would speak to Gog to speak the to themselves and I would listen to them and try to connect the pieces, but you know, uh words like Sigla uh Sigla was not I guess I never connected, but um yeah, it's one of those words that I just didn't, did not ever think about. But yes, so did you have a mnemonic for sigla?
1: Yes, I just got a sigla alert that the wedding is lit.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. So for mine is a little bit longer. So have you seen the movie The Last Dragon? Barry, Barry Gordy's the Last Dragon?
1: Barry Gordy's? No, I haven't.
0: It's uh the black. Uh, they called him the Black Bruce Lee. Show enough. Um, Buster Rhymes did a music video with like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, you should watch it. It's a great nineteen, early nineteen nineties martial arts movie where it was, they incorporated um karate and uh late eighties nineties hip hop.
1: The Last Dragon. Yeah,
0: Barry Gordy's the Last Dragon. Dragon. It it's an awesome film. Harry Gordy, the
1: founder of Motown
0: Records. Yeah, yeah, that's why. So he put all his music into this martial arts movie, and he made a black Bruce Lee. So, yeah, it's like one of those movies where like having a black character as a main character was um, new and like fresh and maybe controversial because you know usually every every character is predominantly white back in the day. And this guy, I, I don't even know... He, this was his only movie. Um, I don't even know his name, but the main character... His character was Leroy Green, and he was fighting a guy named Show Nuff, which was this high-energy guy, had some, some like, uh, gi that he manifested and looked like a Mortal Kombat character, and he was kicking his ass, and then... Um, he would always, the very most famous line was like, who's the master? And, um, and Leroy Green, he would say, um, no, he would, he would just not say him because like everyone else would say, who's the master? And then like, show, n- they would say, who's the master? And then they would say, show nuff. And that's the guy's name. Um, but then, um, he was getting beat up and then he said, who's the master? And then he would glow and he would have this like dragon power and, and like in the 1980s, it was so like uh, corny. Like they had the visual glow. effects, yeah, the visual effects was so corny, <laughs> it, or like so outdated. Like, but it was it looked so cool back then. And like my mnemonic is the energy that you could see glowing out of his body was made him the true master in the Last Dragon. So yeah, you go know,
1: see glowing sea glowing <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah definitely watch this movie they i mean there's um what's his name he was kino in uh, ninja turtles he was a very young kid um back then
1: oh the filipino guy
0: yeah ernie reyes jr yeah man or, yeah. Or, or, yeah i think that yeah he was a little kid in that movie and then he ended up being kino in uh teenage mutant ninja turtles too wow. So yeah, that was like our one of our little taste of Filipinos there. Man,
1: Filipinos yeah. on screen, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. But well, now we get a lot more, I mean, we could have more, but we get a lot more attention. And like I I'm in a Facebook group um like called SoCal Filipinos and there's always someone that wants to post that there's a Filipino in um in a movie. So
1: oh. Since we're talking about movies, do yeah, you could go ahead and do the toy one,
0: sure. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so Laruan,
0: uh, Laruan, Laruan, Laruan.
1: Okay, I'm gonna have a go at it.
0: Okay, go, go. Yeah, so the English word is toy, and that the Gallic word is Laruan. Okay.
1: Go ahead, so we need more Filipinos on screen. Here we <laughs> go. All right, there's pancet than my boot to Manila and beyond, from the producers that brought you Disney's live action, Mulan, are now bringing you our beloved toy story with a Filipino twist, La Ruan story. Okay. This summer, Sid goes ham and makes crispy pata with a magnifying glass. Wow, wow, very good. <laughs> hey awesome. man, there we go, we started talking about Filipinos on screen, we need, a Filipino Pixar Disney live action film. Here we oh,
0: go. Well yeah, so um if you have Disney Plus, there is a Filipino short. Yes.
1: Um what is it called again?
0: Oh float.
1: Yes, and I watched it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then um for your Spanish side, there's tons of Spanish in Pixar too, right? So you have uh, Coco. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But Colombian is uh, Encanto, the newest one.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we need La Ruan.
0: Yeah, we need La, story. <laughs> La story. La story. La story. You're messing up my emphasis.
1: <laughs> La Laruan. Uh, La Ruan.
0: La Ruan. La, Ruan. La, Ruan. La Ruan. Yeah. Yeah. So to talk about uh, toys, you are a toy collector. And um, tell us about your connection. Or do, do you have any connection with the toy store that you... Yeah, yeah. You know?
1: So, like, obviously, growing up, collected Ninja Turtles, Mm -hmm. Power Rangers, just always toys. I remember the Ghostbusters ones. Um, But, yeah, in my adulthood, I've definitely grown to appreciate collectible art toys. Mm -hmm. So um, I ended up working at a toy store in Glendale called 3D Retro. And they specialize in, like, high-end collectible toys. They carry bear bricks, Medicom, uh, NECA. Um, they have their own original toys with artists that they produce, um, cause, you know, you name it, they have it. Tristan, Eden, all, all of that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, my boss there actually created DesignerCon and DesignerCon started oh, nice. in Pas- Pasadena and now it's huge and it's at Anaheim Convention Center.
0: Yeah, so yeah.
1: directly, I'm like, I still am in the payroll, but because of COVID, I haven't actually been there for a year. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like, they're all good friends of mine, really cool guys. Um, and it's very cool because they actually collaborated. One of, the, one of the guys who would attend DesignerCon every year, he is actually the one who created Vivi, which is oh, an okay. app. Yeah, yeah. And it has IPs like S- Star Wars, Disney, mm-hmm. uh, Marvel Comics, DC. So it's crazy because he went to Designer Con all these years. He actually grew relationships with all these artists, yeah. and now he made NFTs for Designer Con.
0: Oh, awesome! Awesome. BB
1: hosted Designer Con NFTs on their platform. Amazing. Full Excellent. circle. That's so awesome, like, man. I'm directly like had that six degree affiliation with like, I never met David Yuns, but I'm like, wow, my boss worked with the guy who made Vivi. Like, you know, they they made all of these uh, toys, digital collectibles. Mm -hmm. So it's so cool to have like, I have some of these actual toys from these artists and I have their NFT now. So for me, transitioning in our conversation about NFTs and stuff, like it just made sense Where like, I get it, a lot of people are investing into NFTs. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was an easy call out the gate. Like I've been collecting since March, 2021. I would see some people start posting it November, 2020. And it was hard for me. I was like, I love my toys. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a digital collectible. And I'm like, what? I just put it on my phone, but I got it. My first NFT was Ultraman Mm -hmm. from Vivi yeah so yeah i I was like easy call so it just made sense real life collectibles now i have nft collectibles
0: i actually have a friend that has a ton of vv collectibles and he would be on uh instagram and he'd be posting it like he he lives in japan so he's always at uh shibuya crossing and he has uh back to the the delorean back to the future uh car and he 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 plays he'd always place it at shibuya crossing and be like oh that's so cool and then like vivi would always retweet his post because like no one has uh the back to the future in japan wow and, uh, yeah yeah and he has batman he has he has a ton of uh V nfts wow that's so
1: cool he was definitely early yeah he was
0: definitely early he would he'd tell me about it and i'm like oh sounds expensive <laughs> but <laughs> but now like oh it sounds like a good idea but uh, um i haven't told my audience but i'm actually designing nfts myself that's but, amazing man you yeah. gotta
1: get into it our, our, yeah, our yeah. Top, some NFTs. it's like yes some people might think well i don't have a a large following for my art or you no know, get into it now yeah who knows man and then when you finally blow up they're like oh my gosh i gotta get his genesis project that he dropped like two right years ago. right yeah. yeah
0: and like a lot of people like the joke the ongoing joke is like why buy nft i could just right click and you know. <laughs> right right yeah and like um if a- any of you guys wondering or confused about nfts it's not just about the NFT it's uh, or the art itself it could be the utility that it brings the community that it brings and it, it it's like um anyone that hears Gary V um he talks about like his v friends. yeah his v and friends I was
1: there bro when he dropped this video i've been a fan of Gary V mm-hmm. and i have his books and when he started talking about his v friends i was like he's literally drawing pictures yeah with a marker on the spot and it like just put a story behind it and i could have minted them yeah because, like I, I i i almost bought his shoes but i've definitely bought his books i bought his wine so it just made sense for me to buy his NFT, but i didn't because i was like it's not really art but then I was like, "Ah, oh, man, they're selling so high now. It's the utility right the ticket to visit his V friends, v- his V con.
0: V con, you get to meet so I'm him. I like,
1: oh, I slept on that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely. Um, I actually met uh, Gary V. I saw at a yeah. Knicks game, right? Yeah, at a Knicks game. That was like my birthday. Uh, uh, my wife, she bought me tickets to go to new york and i was like oh we got to go watch the knicks and that was one of that was Dwayne wade's last year so we watched the knicks versus miami heat and gary v was there and like we got we were in the first tier so we were like 17 rows away from gary v and i like at the end of the game i was yelling i was like gary gary And then he he spotted me. He pointed me, get that guy. And then I yelled at him. I said, "Hey, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to make something on the internet." And he's Mm -hmm. like, "That's great. Just keep going. You you're gonna do this. Like you know the the whole spiel. Like you're still young." Yo, bro. I'm
1: so happy. Yeah. That he is who I've watched all these years. The fact that you were like 17 rows away, you're like Gary, Gary, and he points. He's like, "Get that guy down here." Yeah. He he lives it, bro. That's yeah. amazing. And I, <laughs> I hope like if I ever blow up, I'm never a dick. Even on my bad days, I'm mm-hmm. willing to give the attention to people who care about me. Yeah, you know, like like I don't know them, but that's very important. And I keep that in mind. Like I care about every one of my couples. Like you guys are we're forever tied, bro. Like I mm-hmm. did your wedding. Like. People could be like, oh, cool, he hired you to do your wedding. Yeah, like, it was an amazing wedding, and I tried my best to make it even more lit, and it was amazing. And, like, there's times, Jeffrey, where, you know how, like, Gary Vee tells you, this is what you're going to do, like, you know, and he gave you all the advice. But And what's your why? Why do you do things, right? He's always asking. There are times, man whether it's the alcohol or just the euphoria of being in the moment at a wedding where yeah. I'm like, this is exactly where I'm meant to be at this very moment. I get those glimpses at weddings and I'm like, wow, I'm very blessed to do what I do, man. It's it's amazing. Man. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. You just keep going. And yeah, Gary V, he's the guy with a type of sigla, right? That just like, yes. yeah, just keep going, just grind it. And just like, what, what you just you'll find it when if you just keep working at it yes yeah it's better it's better to shoot and fail than not shoot and never know right it's like yeah (laughs) the whole uh you what's that phrase uh you zero percent on uh all the shoots all the shots you don't take you're zero percent on all the shots you don't take right so yeah it's very uh carpe diem-esque but yes (laughs) well uh, before we get to the next word, I haven't done my mnemonic yet for One. so let's <laughs> let's get that out of the way. <laughs> so I have a couple brothers. One is a big brother, and he does a lot of Gundams, you know, collectible um, collectible robots. Uh, for those I don't know, and he has a little brother. He hasn't been to his room yet. So the little brother uh, ran into his room, and he said. Ooh, what are these? And then the big brother says, "Hey, those are my Gundams. Don't don't touch them, or you're gonna ruin it." Oh, <laughs> that's a good one, man. Yeah.
1: Wow, ruin it. And you had the pronunciation better than I did. <laughs> yeah. La-ruin-de. Wow. Yeah, I've definitely. That's the biggest thing you see with. NFTs and toys is guys who have a bunch of collectibles on the shelves. They're like, man, I have to dust them all the time. Now with your digital collectibles, you don't have to clean them. You don't have to dust them. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. have to la ruin them.
0: Yeah, they're la ruin <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, So, well, um, I know there are stories of like people putting their crypto in an SD card and then they'd lose their SD or their flash drive. Is that something that actually happened?
1: Yes, and I just bought into one of those hard wallets, uh, a ledger. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing as long as you have, uh, who knows, maybe the version ones of that, because apparently these ledgers have been around for a few years now. Yeah. But now that people are losing their bored apes, their clone Xs, just disappearing from their MetaMask because it's been compromised, their wallets, essentially it's all public. That's why we can see these transactions. And that's why there's no such things as fakes, right? If you own a Nike property, if you own this, you own it. It's like, that's the new stunt. It's the new gold chain. It's new thing. YG in a music video just held up a ledger. That's the new gold chain, bro. Yeah. So with these, basically, I don't know about version ones, but now if I were to lose my ledger, it's fine as long as you don't have your 24-word uh, 24 seed twenty-four word seed phrase written and attached to your ledger on a piece of paper right. and you left it somewhere at a restaurant. Yeah. So basically, if you lose your ledger, your hard wallet that looks like a thumb drive, it's okay. You have your 24-word uh, seed phrase. You get a new ledger. You put it in there. It connects that wallet. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. So basically, for anyone who's like, wait, so are your NFTs in the ledger? No, think of it this way. I can have my ledger in my computer and that is the key to start the car to make the transactions, right? Now, if I people ask, do you need to have your ledger plugged into the computer to receive NFTs? No, you don't. But literally now, if someone goes into your wallet, tries to steal your NFTs, they can't because the key is not in the ignition. Yeah. So you literally have to sign on the ledger. It's the mm-hmm. last bit of blockchain that's living on this key that's hooked up to, to your seat brace. If if uh, the key's not in the ignition, they can't steal your NFT, which is amazing. Yeah. Well- so definitely <laughs> invest in hard wallets, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, if any of this went over your head and are interested in NFTs, YouTube NFTs, or what is an NFT on YouTube? Uh, there's a good one from like Wall Street Journal that I saw, or there's a couple of good ones, but they they have like three million views. So check out what an NFT is. Yes, You'll and here's find- the thing, guys. <laughs> I
1: just come back here. I might be completely wrong with what i just said no i i'm pretty valid in what i said but i'm still learning about it the reason why we went so hard this week to get our ledgers me and my brother is because our friend just lost his space pod which is an artifact nike property it's oh, like really? his metaverse apartment was stolen from him oh that sucks yeah it, horrific bro so my yeah, brothers been yeah. having bad dreams i've been <laughs> horrified and i made sure to get my hard moments
0: yeah well, yeah, definitely. Uh, NFTs right now are the Wild Wild West and
1: It's like- amazing how people can make so much money off of these profile pics, which the mm-hmm. next word, right, Right? Is right? It's-,
0: <laughs> it's so weird. I don't usually have the guest segue. <laughs>
1: well, no, it's funny, man. I worked in radio and I'm like, that's why the whole conversation we're like, okay, like let's go here. So yeah. <laughs> picture <laughs> i guess the way you say it is letrato right
0: uh yeah letrato yeah yeah um, i'm
1: going to change the way sure for the sake of it okay. so um i think you'll see out the gate where i'm going with this but anyways you know how like when people speak- people speak spanish they're like hey let me charge your el fono into carro. and in, you know like let me charge my phone right, right. white mm-hmm. spanish if you will. Um. I actually have an NFT called sewer rat. I thought it was a rug. I was like, why did I buy this? Someone told me to buy it, but actually it has a blue check on it. So that's pretty cool. It's verified. Oh, wow. Crazy. Seat. Yeah. And it was like, you know, the at NFT um, uh, Instagram page, which was just kicked off for whatever reason uh, off of Instagram. But anyways, they actually featured it and it was next to the pictures of board ape and all of that. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. I hope, this grows someday. Anyway, mm-hmm. I have an NFT called Sewer Rat, mm-hmm. and it has a cigarette in its mouth, and it has a sombrero. And the reason why I bought it is because I'm half Mexican, so I wanted a Mexican rat. So since he has a cigarette in his mouth, my picture of mm-hmm. my sewer rat is a lit rato. Oh, nice. lit rato. He's a rat. Lit rato. lit rato. Nice.
0: Very nice. Right. <laughs>
1: Oh, I gotta, I gotta look up
0: the sewer right then. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So there we go, literato. literato. Now let me hear yours, man.
0: All right. So, uh, mine is. Uh, well, I'll just read it. Never judge a book by the picture of its cover, because books are a great form of literature,
1: Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Yes,
0: which is uh, I, it makes me think like if literato has some relation to literature as a especially for children. I yeah, mean, derivation. Sure a kid.
1: you're you're reading so many literato books. Uh, like, yeah, right.
0: Yeah, so it it could have some relation, but most of the time, English is like the last, last, um, last, last word that would have a relation to Tagalog but i mean it still is possible um, back i think a couple episodes we were talking about coche which is car and that's from the word coach and oh. that's yeah so and that's only because uh, cars were made early 1900s and so they all had some form, some form of derivation throughout the world and then like um in indonesia it's called makina or machine or something like that yeah, machine yeah, yeah so um, a car itself is a relatively new word as opposed to languages that are like thousands million years old so you know yeah definitely um but yeah it could could be have a relation to book so yeah yeah. <laughs> this was very fluid. It felt so fast, but we are done with all the Tagalog words. So a little review. Music is tuk-tuk. So you you want to have a little tuk-tuk on the side. Uh, wedding, k- castle. Or I'm sorry, wedding kasal. T- is kasal, and you want to remember it if you someone wants to get married in a castle. Uh, energy, sigla for, as uh, it sounds like, signal uh, for... Signal the energy rate or something like that. Yeah. Uh, toy, La One, La One story, and picture, Litrato for Litrato. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we are at random phrase of the week. Ooh. So yeah. And so I Googled this. Um, it's a little corny joke. Um, you uh, uh, since you don't know much Tagalog, you might not understand it. I'll I'll um I'll translate it for you. Okay. So, it's kind of like a knock knock joke. So I'm asking you a question. So I say, "Bakit bawal umotot sa Apple Store?" So do you know? Does any word in there sound like you know it? "Bakit bawal umutut sa Apple Store?" Oh,
1: Why? Right?
0: Why? Oh yeah yeah. So, what? the sentence is, why can't you fart in an Apple store?
1: Why can't you?
0: Because windows. So, it means it's because they don't have windows. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's an Apple store, guys.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Oh, man.
0: man <laughs> Last week. the week. Yeah. <laughs> i actually uh made random phrases of the week because of another podcast they I, i'm learning japanese and they have this random phrase of the week so yeah i, I was like oh i'm gonna jack them from them.
1: that's <laughs> amazing man like that's what i love about my job like the biggest thing is grand entrances mm-hmm. saying the the wedding party's names and at the end of the day language right it's just noises yeah And so when I say these names, people are like, oh, my gosh, you got it right. And I'm like, yeah, I've said thousands of names. And I just kind of like dip into it. This is the possible meaning. Or sometimes like I take pride in like knowing it. Yeah. Getting it right before they actually tell me how to say it. So I'll be like, do you say your name like this, like this, like this or like this? And they're like, oh, I say the second way you just said it. I'm like, "Okay, good. I got it. But sometimes I'm way off. But it's so cool how you're learning japanese you're doing this Tagalo show yeah um, it, it's, it's all sounds man yeah
0: i i mean i'm very i uh what do you call it i i don't i don't want to be called a gatekeeper but like i ve- i get very irritated when i hear the wrong pronunciation from someone and like i give the benefit of the doubt. i don't really tell anybody but like it sometimes it feels like they didn't even try like i'm watching the winter olympics uh-huh. and like they're in beijing and like the <laughs> the the bastardization of chinese uh, names and they don't even try and like so they're they're would, in <laughs> if i
1: was a commentator that's your only homework your only yeah. job like these are the best people at what they do in the world you better know their names yeah uh, i think uh... how, you had two years to prep bro <laughs>
0: four years <laughs> yeah definitely i heard a guy like oh shang yiming is up for the next one. <laughs> I'm like oh. can you at least try <laughs> <laughs> Bro, put put a little sriracha on your tongue before you talk. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
1: jeez man that's awful yeah i i've definitely beat myself up for saying some names wrong more than people are like they just correct me but i've i've only had one couple's name wrong in the past but yes like it, it, it's it's always fun. It's always fun to get it right, man. And you have to respect people's names. You have to yeah. respect these sounds because it's people's cultures, man.
0: Yeah, I actually feel bad in the very beginning. I called you Mitchell de Guzman. <laughs> like,
1: no, it is de Guzman, de, Guzman, de Guzman. <laughs> It's all of that. Like it's <laughs> funny because, like tonight, I will always say Lit Rato and La Ruan, like La, Mulan La Ruan.
0: Laruan. Laruan. <laughs> laruan. Yeah. Um I think what do you call it? Uh a basic a basic rule for Tagalog words is um it's the second syllable that has the emphasis Laruan. Um Wow, oh. one. yeah. i it's, take
1: that in consideration too when saying some of these hard Filipino names, Spanish yeah.
0: yeah, it's not always the case, but it. Right. Uh, you, you you might hear it once you start. Well, I'm at De Guzman Yeah, De Guzman
1: <laughs>
0: Ocampo. Ocampo. <laughs> yeah, Rojas, Padierno's, Uh Just naming all my friends now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few Ocampo weddings, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well. Thank you for coming on. It, do you have anything you want to shout out? All your IG, your YouTube?
1: Yes, yes guys. Uh, I have not been using my Twitter for years, but I have now because of NFTs. So you yeah. can follow me on Twitter at Mitch Deguzman. Um, I'm always retweeting like NFT giveaways that projects I believe in. I'm trying to win stuff and you can too. My website is MitchDeGuzman, uh, com. My Instagram is Mitchell De Guzman, and my YouTube is Mitchell De Guzman, and I do have Wedding Wednesdays every Wednesday is an IG Live podcast at 8 p.m. every Wednesday. So if you're planning your wedding, we love interviewing different um, vendors, and I've had one wedding couple of mine hire five vendors from one show. Oh wow! So it is amazing. We love getting back to the community. We're not gatekeepers. I shout out other wedding MCs, other DJs, and I just feel like we're here to be of service to couples and they deserve to have the best vibe for their wedding. So I might not be the best MC for everyone's taste, but I'm here to provide other options. And same with like photographers, videographers, wedding coordinators, you name it, just come to Wedding Wednesdays. So thanks, Jeffrey. I I love this show. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I I can't wait to hear more and keep going, man. Like yeah, Jerry B says, keep going, man. Keep You're going, doing- yeah.
0: <laughs> and if you have any Uh, mnemonic words or words that you want to share in the show let us know email me at artithagalogpod at gmail.com but yes thanks guys for listening if you want to support the podcast make sure to go to patreon.com artithagalog and follow us on our Instagram artithagalog thank you Mitchell for coming on and maybe you'll come on again and we'll we'll do more words and talk
1: thank you so much for having me man (laughs)
0: And maybe maybe six six months from now we'll talk about like NFTs like oh shoot like everyone knows it and it's not that crazy concept. So we'll see. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the end of the show. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.
1: Alright bye. <laughs>